Overcoming anything depends on if you fear defeat. Defeat is measured by the times you get back up on your feet. Everybody loves to hear good news and a true story. Life's Been Different is a podcast that shares people's testimonies, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how he changes lives. We believe that this podcast will influence you to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. As you listen to messages straight from heaven and hear radical stories from everyday people whose lives have been made different by Jesus. So get ready to open your heart and encounter him and go and tell the world why your life's been different. Welcome to the Life's Been Different podcast. My name is Marco, also known as Merlot. That's my music artist name. Speaking of music, if you haven't yet, please go on Apple Music or Spotify or on my personal Instagram at Merlot, M-E-R-L-O, and check out my new single, Love and Freedom. Worked really hard on it. I know you'll like it. I'll... I know you'll at least think that it's good, even if it's not your favorite style of music. I'd love for you to check it out. I love your feedback. Go on the link in my bio or on our Life's Been Different bio on our Instagram page. You can check it out. You can find where to stream the single, where you could stream the EP, uh, The Wilderness, or where you can buy the physical copy of my new CD, the Wilderness Project or my EP. I know a lot of people don't use CDs anymore. I do. It is what it is. I'm kind of old school. I still like sticky notes and calendars that I actually use a pen to write on. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. We are over a year old and if this is your first time listening, thank you so much for joining our community. If you haven't yet, please subscribe to our Apple podcast page. Hit the little star buttons. Give me a review. Uh, Write a review. Rate it. That would be very much appreciative. If you would like to share your testimony on the Life's Been Different podcast, email us at lifesbeendifferent at gmail.com. L-I-F-E-S-B-E-E-N different at gmail.com and we will respond with some simple instructions on how to send in your story of how Jesus made your life different. That's what this podcast is all about, featuring people's testimonies because Life's Been Different is a ministry that shares people's testimonies, shares the gospel of Jesus Christ, and shares how Jesus changes lives and makes people's lives different. Hence, life's been different since I met Jesus. Thank you so, so much for joining us. And let's get into today's content. Today, I want to speak on the subject of how to not give up. Don't give up. Don't do it. There is a famous businessman who gave an amazing speech. He's actually a born-again Christian named Art Williams. And he has a famous talk that he preached at a conference, a Christian conference, called Just Do It. And he says it over and over again in the message or talk or sermon or whatever you want to call it. 
He said, just do it. Like Nike, just do it. What does that mean? That means don't give up, get back up and do it. You want to be successful? Do it. You want to be a great preacher? Start preaching. Do it. You want to be an amazing Christian? Start living for Jesus. Just start doing it. You want to get faster? You want to be a faster runner? Get out of the door, run faster for longer. Just do it. You want to be the best in your industry? Just do it. You want to make more money? Just do it. You want to give more to the kingdom of God? Just do it. You want to be the best person you could be? Just do it. You want to be the best husband you could be? Just do it. You want to be the best boyfriend that you could be? Just do it. You want to be the best girlfriend, fiance, wife that you could be? Just do it. You want to teach and raise up more students because you're a teacher? Just do it. Just do it. And as you're doing it, don't give up. The Bible talks openly, specifically, and over and over again about not giving up. And so today I want to talk about how to not give up. For the last month or so, probably about two months, I have had the physical CDs because remember, I like CDs. I listen to them in my car because my car still has a CD player. It is what it is. Nice car. It's not that old, but it still has a CD player. And my next car, even though it will be the year of, by God's grace, that it comes out whenever I buy it. Anyways, I want to have a CD player in it because I have hundreds, literally hundreds of CD sermons from my senior pastor, Pastor Jerry Dearman. So for the last few months, I'll say it that way, I have been listening to over and over again the CD series from Operation Solid Lives Level 5. Marco, what is Operation Solid Lives? Person listening, I'm glad you asked or had the thought. Operation Solid Lives is a discipleship program authored by my senior pastor, Pastor Jerry Dearman. And this tool, this course, this program is what made my life different. Now, when I received Jesus, when I chose to put my faith in the resurrection of Christ and believe by faith that the grace of God through Jesus Christ made me free, redeemed me, paid for my sins, and my spirit became born again in an instant. Like I always say, you still have to wake up on Monday morning. Or for me, it was September 3rd, 2016. It was a Saturday night. So that means that when I got born again, on Saturday night, September 2016, September 3rd, 2016, I still had to wake up on Sunday morning and live out my new decision, live out my Christianity. My spirit was reborn in an instant, in a moment of time, but I still had to live out my decision. The Bible says that to pick up your cross daily. What does that mean? Every day you have to decide to follow Jesus. Every day you have to decide to live in holiness. The Bible says you should be holy because God is holy. 
Holiness is a big thing on me. I'll preach that on another day. But anyways, I still had to wake up on Sunday morning, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So this program, Operation Solid Lives, or OSL for short, is a four and a half week course. The level that I'm talking about is six weeks. And it just walks out how to follow Jesus, how to live the Christian life by listening to messages, uh, reading the Bible every day, going to uh, in-person in in class, in-person classes. I can't even say that anymore because of the pandemic. It's not a real thing or it is almost now. Anyways, in-person class sessions, um, scripture memory verses, you get the picture. So these cassette tapes, because you listen to sermons, uh, I have all the levels. I'm re-listening as I always do over and over and over and over again, all the different levels because these teachings changed my life. I'm listening to level five. Side note. If you would like to take Operation Solid Lives, you can find it for free and take it online through the Life's Been Different website. Life'sBeenDifferent.com. Go to the followership tab. I named it that instead of discipleship. I don't know. I was trying to be hipster. Click on it. Read my testimony about Operation Solid Lives changing my life, how it made my life different, my actual daily routine different. Um how I started living the overcoming Christian life because of it. You can take that for free. Anyways, I'm listening to level five and level five talks about Galatians chapter six. Almost the whole thing is on Galatians chapter six. Let's read that together. So this has been very big on my heart. I just finished the last message um, last night. So that's why I'm preaching this today because it's been resonating with me. Anyways, Galatians chapter six. Pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. I'm reading out of the NLT version. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Pause, stop, let's, uh, let's talk about this real quick. The Bible is telling us to pay careful attention to the way we live our lives. My life verse, I haven't really done a podcast episode on this, which I probably should, but my life verse is 1 Timothy 1, 16. Paul says, for this reason, I obtained mercy that in me first, Jesus Christ might show all long suffering as a pattern to those who are going to believe on him forever." lasting life. Paul is saying, in me first. In me first. What does that mean? Well, since we're in the book of Galatians, let's go into two verses that Paul talks about. He talks about uh, Galatians 1.15, For even before I was born, God chose me and called me by His marvelous grace. Then it pleased Him to reveal His Son to me, so that I would proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. When this happened, I did not rush out to consult with any human being, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to consult with those who were apostles before I was. Instead, I went away to Arabia and later returned to the city of Damascus. Then, three years later, I went to Jerusalem to get to know Peter. Uh, then he talks about what he did in Jerusalem. And then it says, um, 
chapter 2, Galatians chapter 2, verse 1, then 14 years later, I went back to Jerusalem again, this time with Barnabas. Now, in between that time, uh, Barnabas met up with Paul and they did some ministry in another place. But what is Paul saying? What in the world was Paul doing for three years and for 14 years by himself in Arabia? What was he doing? I love to ask that question. Well, in 1 Timothy, Paul the Apostle tells his disciple Timothy what he was doing. He was saying what he was doing and what he said to Timothy was, Yo, in me first. Yo, this revelation, this life change, this Jesus thing had to happen in my own life first. My senior pastor, Pastor Kimberly Dearman, uh, Pastor Jerry Dearman's wife, said, when I presented her my vision for the ministry of Life's Been Different, she said, Marco, Life's Been Different must always birth forth from you first. Paul said, in me first. So this whole revelation, this whole living life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus had to happen in me first, in my heart first, in my mind first, in my life first. And now in Galatians chapter 6, Paul says, pay careful attention to your own work, for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done. And you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Listen, when you have the revelation of Jesus Christ for yourself, and you start living your life differently, for Jesus, Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will start to teach you your identity. As you unlearn your old self, you'll start to get to know your new self. Because the more you get to know Jesus, the more you get to know yourself. And when this happens, you won't need to compare yourself to anyone. You won't need to post on Instagram to get a like. Ladies, you won't need to post a certain type of picture so that people can be attracted to you. Just be you. You're beautiful already. You don't need anyone to tell you that. The Bible says that you are beautifully and wonderfully made. You don't need any of that stuff. Anyways, that was a side note sermon. That's not what we're talking about. Today we're talking about how to not give up. Uh, so you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else. Verse 5. For we are each responsible for our own conduct. There it is. Now, let's jump down to verse 9. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Interesting. That verse says we will positively, for sure, etched in stone, reap a harvest we will get a return on our investment. It's an absolute fact. It's a promise by God. And after God says something absolute, the very next word is, if. What? We will reap a harvest if 
we do not give up. Today I want to talk about how to not give up. Here's the answer. Number one, keep your eyes on Jesus. Number two, think about Jesus. Think about Jesus. Let's look at Hebrews 12, 1 through 4. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, pause, the life of faith. Hebrews chapter 11, the chapter before this, talks about all the epic people of the Bible and how they lived their life believing God by faith for a promise. Are you believing God for a promise? Okay, let me ask you a different question. Are you believing God by faith for a promise? Or you're just believing God because you feel like in your mind that's the right thing to do? We have so many people in history because the Bible is a history book. Example after example after example, even modern day's example of living a life of faith. Life's been different is living a life believing that by faith, your life will be different than it currently is. So since we have such a huge crowd of witnesses, of history past, of people that have lived a life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. I love this. How do we run with endurance the race that God has set before us? How do we live a life of faith? How do we strip off every weight that slows us down? How do we stop the sins that so easily trip us up? The verse tells us right here. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Period. New sentence. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Point number one. How do you not give up? You do this by keeping your eyes on Jesus. There's a story in the Bible, a a real account of Jesus walking on the water. But did you know that Jesus was not the only person that walked on the water? When Jesus was walking on the water, all of his disciples were on a boat. They thought he was a ghost. They called out to him. He said, yo, it's me. Stop tripping. Don't, you know, it's all good. It's me, Jesus. Like, you know, your master, your homie. Uh, the Savior of your world, the world, the Messiah. And only one of the disciples said, if it's you, then call me out there with you. Peter called out to Jesus and Jesus responded with one word, come. Peter lived a life by faith. He actually stepped out of a boat because he believed that Jesus said he could walk on water so he could walk on water. And Peter started walking on the water. I don't know about you, but you cannot walk on water. But the Bible continues to tell us that Peter started looking around and realized, yo, I'm walking on water. And he started to sink. Why did Peter start to sink? Why didn't Peter continue to walk on water with Jesus for miles? How come, how come that was the last time Peter ever walked on water? Could Peter have walked on water uh, like other days after that? 
Did he ever, could he just like stand on the water and fish? Did he ever need a boat again? Maybe. The Bible doesn't tell us. But he started to sink because he took his eyes off of Jesus. And Jesus asked him in a sense, dude, where was your faith? You stopped believing. See, when we take our eyes off Jesus, we start to sink. This is how we walk on water in our own lives, metaphorically. We keep our eyes on Jesus. Why should we keep our eyes on Jesus? Hebrews 12, 1 through 4 continues to tell us that we do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus. Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. When you keep your eyes on Jesus, your faith is perfected. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Listen, point number two, how do we not give up? We keep thinking about Jesus and what he did for us. Verse 3, think of all the hostility he, Jesus, endured from sinful people. Here's point number two. Then you won't become weary and give up. Do you see it? When you think about Jesus and all that he's done for you, and all that he endured for sin from sinful people, so that those very people, so that you and I, and the people that literally murdered him, can have their sins forgiven if they place their faith, if they keep their eyes on Jesus. The Bible tells us if we think about Jesus and all that he's done for us, you won't become weary and give up. Galatians chapter 6, verse 9 says, So let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. What does it say in the New King James Version? Listen to how it reads. Verse 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Do you see the connection in these two verses? Since we have so many people, so many people, so many examples of people that have lived a life by faith, let's Use their example and start living our lives differently by faith. Let's strip off all the weights that hold us and slow us down, especially the sin that trips us up. Let's focus and pay careful attention to our own work and run with endurance the race that God has set before us. We do this. By keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. He perfects our faith 
because he is the perfect one. And he made this possible because of the joy awaiting him. He endured the cross, disregarding its shame. And now, because he conquered the grave, because he rose from the dead and is alive today, completing all the work that he did for us, he is now seated at the place of honor beside God's throne. Now, let us together think of all the hostility, all that he endured from sinful people. And when we, one, keep our eyes on Jesus, and two, keep thinking about him, who he is, who the Bible says he is, and what he came to do for us, then we won't grow weary and we won't give up. And so in doing this, let us not grow weary. Let's not give up. How do we not give up? We keep our eyes on Jesus. We ask the Holy Spirit to guide us to show us the prepared work that was prepared beforehand for us to do so that we may walk in it. Let's keep thinking about our Lord Jesus Christ and how good he is to us. And when we do, we won't give up because we'll keep our eyes on him. And we'll remind ourselves every day by picking up our cross, deciding to follow him every single day. And when we do this, let's not grow tired of this day by day for the rest of your life keep the endurance run your race with endurance for in due season you will reap your harvest your promise you will enter and live the overcoming christian life in your promised land if you do not give up and how do you not give up you keep your eyes on Jesus and you think about how good he is. I remember when I fixed my eyes on Jesus. It was September 3rd, 2016, Saturday night. I'll never forget that day because it's the day my life started becoming different. And like for me, that day today is your day. The day of salvation. Or, or maybe it's the day you finally make your all-in commitment to live your life for Jesus. And when you do, and I pray you do today, I pray you respond and pray the prayer with me at the end of this podcast episode. The Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that he's Lord, that he rose from the dead, you will be saved. It's not the prayer, but it's believing the prayer in your heart that gets you saved. Believing that he is who he said he is and that he rose from the dead. Decide. Make that decision today. Free yourself. It's free yourself. Fix your eyes on Jesus today. And from this day forward, remind yourself of how good he is and all that he's done for you to forgive you of your sins. And if you do this, you won't become weary and you won't give up. Decide and begin to live life differently by becoming a follower of Jesus. I love you. Thank you for listening to the Life's Been Different podcast. 
For more information on Life's Been Different, our clothing and resources, music by Merlot, or OSL, the online discipleship course by Solid Lives, visit lifespindifferent.com. Hey, if you haven't received Jesus Christ to be your personal Lord and Savior, we would like to give you the opportunity right here, right now. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, thank you for sending Jesus to die for my sins. I confess that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that he was raised from the dead and is alive today. Forgive me of my sins. Make me completely clean. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and help me become the person you created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the kingdom. Jesus is real. Turn from your sin, turn to him, and go and tell the world why your life's been different. Thank you.